0: Welcome to the Fong Tho Show. Now let's go. The topic for this month is going to be how social media algorithms work. Because once you can really understand how social media algorithms work, it allows you to then strategize how you can best post and how you can best use social media effectively. And so the best way to understand social media algorithm is it's made in a way that's going to generate money for the platform, right? It's a business after all, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all the social media platforms that you're using and posting on they're businesses and a business is in business to make money, right? And so how do social media ma- platforms make money? Well, they make money through advertising. You know, there's people that are willing to pay the platforms money so that way the business or whatever organization can get more views to whatever they're selling. That's how the social media platforms make money, is through advertising. And so if you think about it, the more people on the platform, the more advertising dollars the social media platform will make. Okay, so Facebook, let's use Facebook as an example, or LinkedIn, the more people using and staying on LinkedIn and Facebook, the more money Facebook and LinkedIn will make because there's more advertisers that are willing to pay to, to be seen to more people. And so that's how it works. You know, that's how these platforms get paid. And so their key objective is to have you use the platform as, uh, for as long as possible the more time they can get you to spend on these platforms means the more money they make, because the more ads you will see, right? Now, that being said, even though it sounds kind of sad, you know, and (laughs) depressing that, you know, these companies are making money off you for being on their platforms, there is opportunity because you can use it to your advantage. You can post on the platforms to get people to know about your business. And so, uh, they will actually, these platforms will reward you when you post. Because when you post, it means other people will see the content and they stay on the pl- platform longer. And remember, the longer st- they stay on the platform, the more money the platform, will, uh, the social media platform will make. And so you want to be thinking about how you can post more because the platform will reward you for keeping people's attention on the platform. Now, one thing to keep in mind, is that when there's a ton of people on the platform, that means there's more competition. So the key is to look for the platform where you'll get the most organic views on your post. Okay, so for example, LinkedIn. LinkedIn right now, there are more people looking at the content than there are posting. Not many people are posting on LinkedIn. And so they want more people posting. So that means they're going to reward the people that post and let them get more views whenever they create a post. But once LinkedIn becomes more populated and more saturated, then the amount of views you're going to get per post is going to decrease because there's so many people, other people you're competing with. So that's why it's crucial to take advantage of some of the platforms that have the most organic reach. And the two platforms that have the most organic reach right now is LinkedIn and TikTok because they are new and they want more people on their platform. But once they become like a Facebook, right? Facebook has, I believe, over a billion uh, users, then the amount of views you're gonna get in your post is really low because you're competing with billions of people. Compare that to LinkedIn or TikTok. And so it's not going to last forever. You know, The organic reach on LinkedIn and TikTok are not going to last forever. That's why you have to take advantage of it right now. And so I recommend posting anywhere between at least one, at least one time a day, but really you should be aiming for two to four times a day on LinkedIn. If you're a B2B company, if you all have been following my content, you have noticed that I have ramped it up from one to now two times a day on LinkedIn, because I know it's not going to last forever. You know, a few months, maybe even a, uh, a year from now, the organic content will be lower and lower and lower, less people will see my posts because there's more people on the platform. And then at that point, they're, they're going to incentivize ads. So in order for you to reach more people, you have to pay for advertising. That's what Facebook has become, right? Like five, 10 years ago, Facebook was great. You make a post, hundreds, maybe even thousands of people see it. Now you make a post, maybe 50 people see it because they want you to pay for advertising to be seen. And so definitely take advantage of LinkedIn um, right now because it's very organic. So that's how social media platforms work. That's how they make money. That's how they incentivize people to post content. All right. That being said, now I'm going to start the Q&A. First of all, I'm going to be choosing questions from uh, what I've received during the registration. And then after that, I might take a few questions from the live audience that we have right now. So uh, let's start off with the first question. The first question comes from Galina Ustanina. Uh She's asking, what cost-effective tools can I use to take my new business off the, uh, off the ground and start making money? All right. I love new businesses. I've, I've worked with startups in the past. And um, before you can get people to pay you money, in your business, you first need one thing from them, and that is their attention. If you don't have their attention, how can they give you money? Right? They don't even know who you are. And so the question then becomes how do I get their attention? And how do I do it at a cost effective in a cost effective way, like what you're asking, right? Cost effective tools. And so there is a very cost effective tool. Okay. In fact, it costs zero dollars. You don't have to pay for anything. And it's called social media. (laughs) So you can post on social media for free. Okay. It doesn't cost you anything to post on LinkedIn. And so if you are looking for a cost-effective tool, that is the best tool. It's zero dollars. You don't have to pay for anything. The only thing you have to do is spend time to make the post. And so um, you want to be, if it's free, take advantage of it. You know, post two to four times a day. And And then the question then becomes, okay, what do I post? You know, okay, I get it. I post one, two, three, four times a day. What should I put out? And the answer is to put out value. Okay, put out something that's going to give value to the end consumer, to your uh, potential prospects. You got to first identify what is going to add them value, you know, and it's different for everybody. So, you know, let's use me, me as an example. For me, the best way I can add value right now as a social media um, marketer is to teach social media. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm adding value to the audience. I'm educating you. I'm giving you tips. I'm giving you tricks. I'm giving you strategies. So that way uh, you feel more confident in your social media. That's adding value. For everybody, it's different. You know, I see um, Denise Vinoy. She's a bookkeeper. And so I know a lot of people that have no clue how to pay taxes, you know, how much they should be paying in taxes. I have no clue about any of that. And so, you know, if she's trying to add value to someone like me, she can share tips on, you know, managing the books, maybe taxes, maybe talk about common mistakes. Right? So think about how you can add value to your potential prospects. And like I said, it's different for anybody, everybody. And so once you can identify that, then post it on social media two to four times a day, and uh, and then you will start making money. All right, let's move on to the next question. We got a question from Jeremy Tischler. Jeremy is asking, "How do I build an online following?" So, how you build an online following is first, you need to be someone that's worth following. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you need to be someone worth following if you want to build a following. So how do you be someone that's worth following? Well, you got to think about why does someone follow someone? You know, think about all the people that you follow. Why do you follow them? And it really comes down to one or two things. So the first is that they're entertaining. You know, I follow follow, uh, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan podcast, the number one podcast in the world. Um, He's entertaining. I find him entertaining. And so that's why I follow him. So that's number one is, you know, you're someone that's entertaining or number two is you're someone that adds value, right? You're, you're giving tips, you're giving tricks that's going to help someone. And so personally for me, you know, I am, I, I feel like, you know, I'm not really much of an entertainer, (laughs) you know, so I choose the value route. I'd rather give value to someone and share with them tips and knowledge and so once, once you identify what kind of person you are, whether you're an entertainer, whether you're someone that adds value, then you start posting it on social media for people to see and, and build brand awareness. Now, um, my final tip to really build an online following is to engage with your audience. So for example, you know, today I made a post on LinkedIn, I think I had close to about 10 comments. And so I respond to every single one of my comments. I engage with the audience, because when I respond back, I built a mini uh, relationship with them, right? I'm responding back to what they have to say, and they feel really good, you know, like telling someone, thank you for commenting, or thank you for tuning in. People really appreciate that. And so they're going to want to follow me more when I engage with my audience. So always comment back to whenever someone's responding to your social media posts, join groups, you know, Facebook groups, for example, if If let's say I want to build a following of moms, then I would join mom groups and I would engage with the moms in those groups. And so they're going to see that I'm a nice person because I'm engaging with them. I'm adding value to them. Then they'll want to follow me. Um, And then lastly, search for hashtags. So if you're using Instagram, if you're using LinkedIn, there's a search, like a search bar and you can type in um, what your followers are following. So, for example, let's say I am um, I'm targeting accountants. I'll do hashtag accountant. I'll click on that hashtag, and I'll see top posts from people using that hashtag. And they're all accountants because, you know, they're using the uh, hashtag accountant. So then I'll engage with them. You know, I'll look at their posts. If they, not, uh, if they post a very nice picture of them at Disneyland with them and their family, then I'll say, hey, what a beautiful family picture. You know, what are you enjoying most about your trip? My favorite um, ride is, it's a small world. You know, that's my favorite ride. What's yours? So I'm building a relationship with them through uh, engaging. And so that's how I I would build a following is number one, um, uh, you know, decide what kind of person you are, whether you are someone that's an entertainer whether you're someone that adds value, um, make posts, and then uh, lastly, engage with your audience. Okay, Uh, next question comes from Kevin O'Connor. Kevin O'Connor is asking, what is the best way to reach new potential leads? All right, so first I'd be on LinkedIn, and I would then identify who my clients are. Okay, so who's my ideal customer? For me, you know, I'm going to use an example here. I'm going to do accounting. Okay, so I'm going to do, actually, I'll do accountant. All right, look at that, accountant. And now, um, under, let's say, uh, all filters, I'll click this all filters, and it's going to allow me to scroll down. Let's see, in the title, I'm going to do CEO because I'm targeting the CEO. Show results. All right, here we go. I got a nice list of people that are accountants, that are CEOs. In fact, I have 183,000 of them. And now I'm going to connect with the person. So Cedric Bogan, I'm going to click connect. I'm going to add a note. I'm going to say, hey, Cedric, I would love to add you in into my professional network. Have a great day today. I'm going to click send. And look at that. I'm connecting with Cedric. Hopefully he accepts my, you know, thoughtful connection request. And I'm just going to go down the list. So that's step number one is to connect with your prospects on LinkedIn. And you can do so by going to the search bar and then typing in who they are. And then for me, I filtered it to CEO. Now, once you're connected with them, what I would do is I would create posts, okay, create posts, that are engaging, that's going to add value to accountants. And so for me, you know, I would post about social media on how accountants can, you know, better get more reach from their social media, maybe how they could um, get more clients through brand awareness. Okay. And so I'm adding value. Remember, I'm not an entertainer. I'm not entertaining. I'm going to add value. And then lastly, I'm going to engage with them. Okay. So I'm connected with them. Like it, I'm scrolling down, and I see people posting, and so I'll do like, ooh, nice post. I love it. I'm going to comment. Wow, what a really cool ranch idea. Okay, this person posted about ranches, the veteran's ranch. What a really cool ranch idea. What do you love most about what you do? Boom, and then I'm going to leave the comment. And so notice that the comments are very thoughtful. You know, it's like I'm asking a question so that way they can engage back with me. I'm building relationship. I'm not leaving a comment like, cool, ranch. That's a cool ranch, right? That's a lazy comment. I'm leaving something that's very thoughtful that's going to get them to respond back to me. And so I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, and I'm building relationships with people on social media at scale because, I mean, it only took me five seconds to do that. And in a day, I can reach out to hundreds and hundreds of people. And so as I'm reaching out to all these people, eventually they're going to learn about who I am. They're going to click on my profile and they're going to learn more about what I do. And some of them might just inquire about my services. And so that's what I would do if I'm looking to reach out to new potential leads is I'll start relationship building on LinkedIn my first uh, connecting with them, adding value through posts, and then also engaging with them on social media. All right, so let's move on to the uh, next question here. Next question comes from Jackie Ambrow. Jackie is asking, what's the best way for a consultant to get established in a new market? Okay, so Jackie, I would do something very similar to what I shared with uh, Kevin here. Is first, I would identify what your what market you want to be in, you know, so if you're targeting accountants, you know, if you're targeting uh, lawyers, whatever market you want to be in, you have to identify what market you want to be in. And then you start going on social media, uh, like LinkedIn, you type it in the search bar, and you start connecting with them, and you know, posting and engaging on their posts. Next question comes from uh, Clifford, Clifford Pafford. Clifford is asking, what are best practices to move the conversations from social media to the phone? Okay. Well, first of all, um, I want to make something very clear is that social media is branding. Okay. When you post on social media, it is branding, it is not sales. So um, I feel like a lot of people confuse those two together branding and sales. So posting on social media is not going to get someone to Pick up the phone and start calling you okay so like let's say you make a post and you say call me and you give your phone number i mean when's the last time you saw that post of someone saying call me and you called them on social media never right we've never nobody's ever done that well maybe there might be one but most of us don't do that we don't just see a phone number on phone number on linkedin telling us to call them and we end up picking the phone and calling them right so social media builds brand awareness So what that means is that brand awareness is getting people to know who you are, right? So when I make a post and I get 3,000 views, 3,000 people have seen Fong Vo, who Fong Vo is. And so that's what social media does, you know, is it builds brand awareness to get people to know who you actually are. After you build brand awareness, what you want to do is get people to your website. You know, going from social media to a phone call is very, very difficult. It's very unlikely, but you can go from social media to website, right? And so if you look at like different Facebook pages and LinkedIn pages, you see that there's a company website. People will more likely click on that than pick up the phone and call you. So they want to check you out first. So if you think about this, and this is visual here, think about a funnel, right? There's a funnel, it goes down like this. Okay. So up top, is brand awareness. And then as the funnel goes down to the middle part, it's called consideration. So that's when they start doing research about you. They start checking out your website. They start checking out your social media pages. Maybe they go to like uh, testimonials, right? They're deciding whether or not they wanna work with you. That's consideration. So first is brand awareness, going back. Brand awareness is getting to know who you are. Second stage, is consideration, right? Whether or not they, sh- they should work with you. And then the last part is wh- where they make the decision. So that's at the bottom of the funnel. And so that's when they'll pick up the phone and actually call you. And so, you know, you don't want skip to skip the second stage. You know, the second stage is consideration. That's when they do research. That's when you want to get them to your website and they can check you out. So it's probably easier to do that than to get people to pick up the phone and call you from social media. And going back, how do you build brand awareness on social media? Through entertainment or through value? You got to do one of the two or both. So that way they get curious and go to your website and do the research. So that's what I would do, Clifford. All right. So um, I'm going to answer the last question from the registrations, and then I'm going to move on to live questions. So Margie is asking how to build relationships and loyalty within the funeral industry. And that's nude. I mean, I've never heard of the funeral industry question before, so that I like this one. So um, your question is very niche. You know, you're, you're targeting a very niche industry. You know exactly who you want to target, and that's the first step. So I'm glad you got that down, as you identified who you want to target. Now, after you do that, After you have identified who you want to uh, target, which in this case is funeral, this is exactly what I would do. Guess what? I'm going to go back to the search bar. I'm going to type in funeral. And I'm going to click enter and see what shows up. Wow, look at this. Funeral director. Executive manager of Gutterman Funeral Homes. Funeral assistant. Oh, look at that. 167,000 people work in the... uh, (laughs) The funeral industry on LinkedIn. Isn't that cool? And now I'm going to start connecting with them. I'm going to click on connect. I'm going to add a note just like the note earlier. Hey, Tom, I would love to add you to my professional network. Have a great day. And you know what? I'm going to copy that. And then I'm going to paste it later to the next person. Send it. I'm just going to go down the list. Next, we got Chris. I'm going to change out Tom with Chris. Boom, send. Just going to go down the list and connect with as many as possible. On LinkedIn, there's 100. There's 100 max that you can send per week. So just keep that in mind. But that's a ton of people, 100 people that, you know, you just added to your network, potentially add to your network. Now, after that, after I connect with Tom, I'm going to go to the message board right here messaging, and I'm going to send a message to Tom, okay, and in the message, let's just say, I'm just going to use a generic Tom that I'm connected with here, I'm going to say, hey, Tom, thanks for connecting with me, Um, I would love to invite you to my podcast, where I where I talk about the funeral industry as a whole. I am very impressed with your profile, and I think you would add great insights to our audience. Would you be open to that? All right, so this is a generic message I just came up with on the spot, but it's essentially, you know, flattering them. Hey, I love your profile. You look really cool. I think you would add a lot of value to this podcast that I'm doing about the funeral industry. And guess what? A lot of people like awareness. You know, a lot of people are open to podcasts because that makes them look good. You know, people want to look good. And so um, if you send out, let's say one out of, uh, if you send out 10 messages, you'll probably get one person to respond that says, yeah, I would love to hop on your podcast." So you invite them to a podcast, you ask questions about the funeral industry, and guess what? Number one, they know who you are, right? It's building brand awareness. Number two is they are going to share that podca- uh, your podcast to their network. Hey, I just I, I was just on a podcast with Margie. It was really cool. And so their connections, guess who they are? They're probably also in the funeral industry, okay? <laughs> so now you're getting other funeral industry people to know who you are because of that podcast and number three is you now have content you now have content that you can now post on social media right because if you have this hour podcast maybe you chop it up in like three minute clips three minute clips four minute clips and then you can then post it on social media so that way more people can know who you are and so i call that the podcast strategy that's exactly what i would do if i were you margie Number one, connect with them on LinkedIn. Number two, invite them to your podcast and interview them. And number three, um, use the content that you gained from that podcast and post it on social media. So that way, you can uh, get more people to know who you are. All right. So those are the questions that I got for the the pre questions. I'll just call that pre questions. Let's go to the live questions. Okay. So we got Marianne, and we got Margie again. So I'm gonna first go with uh, Marianne because. Maria, I just answered your question. So Marianne, what is your question?
1: Aloha, and thank you, Fong, for having this. I'm shifting the happiness over from uh, to HMP Ability, and I'm grateful I'm working with Dr. Liddy, who is trademarking all my amazing work of a decade over here in Hawaii. And I'm ready to let go of a few Facebook pages that no longer serve me service, or people on the mainland wouldn't understand the local Uh, DeKine Signing Puppets brand name that I created. I want to let go of the Facebook pages that are no longer serving me purpose, and I need to be uh, quiet about my works until 2022. So, could you be kind? How can I eliminate Facebook pages that are no longer serving me purpose?
0: And, uh, do you mean Facebook pages or Facebook groups?
1: Well, I created a page called DeKine Signing Puppets, um, with my as part of my brand, but. Mm. And I am, I'm not posting anymore. And I also have Acts of Kindness Facebook book club that we've slowed down at this time. And then I have my own personal Marianne L. Ambrose, and I'm not posting anything. But I want to get rid of the, the, the puppet page uh, because we're, we're shifting the brand name to Acts of Kindness series. So I want to let that go. And it's uh, just uh, how do I get rid of that Facebook page?
0: Got it. Okay. I understand now. I'll show you exactly how to do it. I'll show you kind of like one of the pages I'm managing for one of my clients, uh, Foodem. Now, I'm not going to delete their page. Okay. (laughs) But um, I'm going to show you the step before actually clicking delete. So, um, and if you, by the way, if you all are in uh, like the Sacramento, San Francisco area, you got to check out Foodem. They are in home uh, chef service. So they'll bring chefs to your home and cook you food. At an affordable price. So, um, shout out to Pudum. But um, I'm at the page. I'm going to go to settings. All right, and then once I'm in settings, I'm going to scroll down, and at the very end says remove page, and I'll click on that. Now I'm not going to click on it, like I said, now. But that's 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 what you do. You go to your Facebook page, click on settings, scroll all the way down, it says remove page, um, and then you can start that process. I think there's Facebook gives you time. You know, like it will delete it after one or two weeks, I can't remember, um, because it just wants to make sure you're for sure want to delete it and not just like accidentally clicking on it.
1: Okay, so settings and where was remove it?
0: Yeah, settings, and once you click on settings, you, scroll, you just scroll all the way down and it says remove page.
1: Oh, okay, all right, there. Okay, yep. great,
0: Mahalo. Yes, of course, thank you for the question. Next question is Margie. Margie, what is your question?
1: Yeah, I just wondered when you were showing me before about or showing us all about how to um, put in the search in LinkedIn, can you filter that by location? So obviously there's 167,000 funeral directors, but I might want to just target people in my state initially or maybe people in my country before going globally.
0: Yes, absolutely. That is a great question. Um, And for the people in the back who uh, didn't hear that, can you target people based off of location? And the answer is yes, you can. Okay, so I'm on LinkedIn. I typed in funeral, right? And I'm gonna go to all filters right here. Click on all filters on the right here. And it's gonna do filters. And location right here. I can type in, uh, where are you from, Margie? You're in Australia. Uh, you're on me. Yes, I'm in.
1: I'm in um, New South Wales in in there
0: Australia. Wow, look at that second option. It's like they knew. So, um, click on New South Wales, and I'm going to click Show Results, and we got 1,700. That's a pretty good number. That'll take you 17 weeks to connect with everybody. Because remember, hundred a week max a week, and so uh, you connect uh, literally connect with people in your neighborhood, and then once you do that, you can expand it. You know, to like another uh zone or state um in your country and it looks
1: like i can't connect with a lot of those people Um, if do i have to pay money to linkedin to be able to connect with them
0: that's a good question um so chances are you would probably be able to connect with more because i'm so far away so i'm in the states so that could be why i can't connect with them Um, but since you're in the area I think it might be a little different. You can connect with more. So that's, check that out first. Okay. But then, yes, I have Sales Navigator. So Sales Navigator allows me to then connect with them more because I'm paying LinkedIn. And, you know, LinkedIn's going to treat me well if I pay them. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So try that first. See if you can connect with more people because you're more local. Yeah. Um, and if not, then, yeah, you'll have to probably pay for Sales Navigator. Or you can just target a different area and see what comes up.
1: Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, of course. Thank you for the question.